Hey, this is the Thrive Church Podcast. Our hope is this message will help you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us on a Sunday soon. Enjoy the message. Time for you, not against you. Time for you and not against you. In the garden, one thing that God has been speaking to me about and it's really changed the way I look at it is time, is time. Uh, in the past, I felt, I don't know about you if you've ever felt this way, but I felt that I'm against time. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm racing against time, that the time of life is sort of tick, 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 tick. And time was almost in some ways like an adversary or I was racing and trying to beat it. And in, uh, in being in the garden, God has shown me um, that time actually is for you and it's not against you. That time is actually for you and not against you. I want to show you two pictures of uh, uh, one of my gardens here. This is the first picture right here. As you can see, there is, it was just initially planted. There's some things in here that I started from seed right in the ground. Some I started inside. Uh, planted them outside and it looks pretty bare, right? Now I'm going to show you this next picture. And as you can see, it's like, it's grown a ton. It's, it's flourishing compared to that first picture. It's green pat on my back. Like it, it's a, it's a decent uh, growth. It's doing pretty good. It's doing really good. But the difference between the first picture and the second picture is this, it's time, time. There was about a month difference from the first picture to the second picture. In order for those plants uh, in the garden to grow, they needed to stay planted and to give it time, to give it time for the seeds to be planted in the right soil and time allowed them to grow, for the seeds to be prepared, for the roots to develop, uh, for the, those plants to be strengthened, to receive nutrients from the soil, right? To be positioned so that they could receive water, that they could get water, that they could receive energy from the sun, right? Photosynthesis, yeah, grade seven science, right? And to produce. So then afterwards that they can now start to produce time allowed them to start to produce that little fruit or that little pea pod and started to grow and grow and grow. Time allows plants to develop and grow, strengthen roots, strength, receive those nutrients and develop and produce that harvest. Time actually at first when I was getting into gardening, I was thinking, okay, time is against me because like Calgary summers are like a week long and then it's going to be winter again. But now it's exaggeration for everybody watching outside of Calgary and in the States. No, we have at least a month, but um, it, I realized that time actually isn't against me. I'm not racing against time that time is actually in the garden is for the garden to develop and grow. Time is where seeds grow and develop. If there was no time, I'll tell you this, there would be no plants. You just have those seeds. You need time for those seeds to develop, to be rooted and start to grow and flourish and start to produce. You need time. When a seed is planted in the right soil, uh, time is for growth and development. You know, time today is for you 
It isn't against you. In Genesis 8, 22, it says, while the earth remains seed time and harvest and cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. So in between seed and harvest, there is this thing called time. And that allows growth. It allows things to produce and to flourish. Do you remember back in maybe high school or university and you took tests or exams that were timed? Like the the instructor says, okay, you have um, one hour to complete this test with all of and answer all these questions. And you look, I don't know about you, maybe throw your emoji hand up if this is you, but whenever I'd write those tests, I would be like writing and then look up at the clock, writing and then look up at the clock. Why? Because I felt like I was racing against time because I only had so much time. There's actually so many people who actually get anxiety in writing tests because when it's timed, because they feel the pressure of time, they get frantic because there's only so much time. Time. time is running out and they're fighting or racing and trying to win against this clock on the wall. I think at times life can feel this way where we can feel that time is actually against us, that we are racing against the clock of like life's clock and time is against us. It's, it can add pressure on us. You look up at the clock of life and you see tick, 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 tick. Myself, myself even, like just this week, I entered a new decade. Whoa, tick, tick, tick. Right? And then you, at times, I think we can, oh, I said time again. But at times, I think we can be like, I need to get this done. I need this to be at this point in my life by this time. You know, I need to have this accomplished by this random time. You know, you set timetables of when I need to be married by, when I need to have kids by, when I need to accomplish this, how my career needs to look by this time, or I need to be at this position by this time because life is just tick. We can feel, have you ever felt that, that pressure against time, that you felt like time is against you? And because whether we identify it, whether you've identified it or not, I think the feeling comes because we feel as though time is against us, that we are racing against time, that this hasn't happened yet. And I think this is where at times where frustration can come with God, where frustration with God can come in. Because we see time is against us and we are racing against time. And what we are in faith for or believing for or we see God's promises for are taking longer than we think. And it's getting kind of frustrating. You know, you, 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 you look at the clock and you're like, it's ticking. And you say, I'm believing for this breakthrough in my area. You know, I'm partnering with you in my finances. I've been tithing for a week. You know, the promises of God, I want those to come. You know, I'm believing for a baby. I'm standing on the word. You know, I'm in, in faith for this manifestation of this healing. You know, I, I need breakthrough in my job. Or there's a God-given dream in my heart that, I, that I'm believing for but it's taking longer. 
And that can lead, I think, at times to frustration or feeling frustrated because it's not on my timetable. And behind that really is the, I think the thought of that time is against you, that you are against and you're trying to beat time by winning and getting ahead and and moving more. And I think the enemy uses this feeling or this thought that time is against us to rob us of what I believe God's intent for time is in your life. You know, by bringing discouragement or disheartened that you feel like I'm going to just give up. I'm just going to give up because it's tick, tick, tick. I'm going to just try something else now. Or, you know, you feel frantic, panicked, like I got to run, I got to do. And if you were on the inside, it would probably look something like this because you have to get so much done because the tick tock of life is tick. And you feel that time is against you. But know this, time is not against you. Time is actually for you. You know, time was created by God for you. God, who has no beginning, no end, he was there before everything was made. In Isaiah, it it describes that God lives in eternity, no beginning, no end. God created the earth, the sun, the moon, day, night. God created time for you and I. Time is not your adversary or against you. Time is a gift from God for you. Time is a gift from God for you to prepare you, to position you, and as well to produce in your life his fruit. Isaiah, Isaiah is good, but Psalms 118.24, it says this. It says, this is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This day right today is a day that God has made for you. This is a gift from God. Today is the day that God has made for you. Time is a gift from God created for you, not to be against you, but for you. In Genesis 8.22, right? It says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, there is always going to be this. There's going to be day and night. Time is part of God's process. Time has a God-given purpose in your life. God is purposeful in what he does. He created time and time is created for a purpose in your life. When your life, when your heart is planted in God, in his kingdom, God will use that to develop and grow in you to prepare you for your roots to develop, your life's roots to develop and anchor in God, in his word, a firm foundation to strengthen you, right? That he, that he would really be your rock, your foundation to position you. Time allows you to receive energy from the S O N the son of God, right? For you to be energized, causing you to grow, For you to be washed with the word, right? For you to be watered times of refreshing, even the Bible says, come from the spirit. So time allows you to do that. And know what? It also produces, God uses time to produce things in your life. 
Maybe it's just a small part of that fruit, but you can see that fruit of the Spirit developing in your life. To thrive really in every area of your life. To develop and grow over time. When your life is rooted in God and His house, you will flourish. You will flourish. And this means that, you know, God, He is the center of your life. Your relationship with Jesus is the center of your life. Everything flows out of that. God's word is the, the authority in your life. That is how you live your work. Your life is by the authority of God, the authority that God has and following him, doing life with him. In Psalms 1, verse 1, it says this, Delight comes to the one who follows God's ways. We won't walk in step with the wicked, nor share the sinner's way, nor be found sitting in the scorner's seat. His pleasure and passion is remaining true to the word of I am, meditating day and night in true uh, revelation of light. He will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design. He is that gardener, isn't he? Deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss, bearing fruit in every season of his life. He is never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. That is what God has for you as you are planted in his kingdom. As you make God the center of your life, that you will thrive and God will use time to cause things to grow in your life, to position you as you follow his ways, as you do life with him. He will cause you to thrive, to flourish. Time. Hey, it's for you. It's a gift of God that God will use f to cause you to thrive and flourish as you listen to his voice, as you remain in him. Psalms 92, 12 to 13, one of my favorite scriptures, it says, the righteous man will flourish like a palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will flourish in the courts of our God. You know, at times, I think thoughts can come of just giving up or uproot ourselves because things are not going as fast as we would like or because time is taking longer because we feel that tick, tick, tick. I want to encourage you though to stay planted in God. Stay planted with your life in God, his word, and in his house. Keep Jesus the foundation of your life. Keep faith. Keep believing in God. Keep believing. Stay planted where God has placed you, trusting Him. Keep doing what God has told you to do, being faithful. And as you do, you allow God to use time for His timeline. You allow Him to prepare you, to position you, to produce His fruit and His goodness in your life. Give God time. Give God time. Allow him to use time for you. Give God time. Don't give up. Don't give in. In Galatians 6, it says this. In Galatians 6, 7, it says, Make no mistake about it. God will never be mocked. For what you plant will always be the very thing you harvest. The harvest you reap reveals the seeds that was planted. If you plant the corrupt seeds of self-life into this natural realm, you can expect and experience a harvest of corruption. 
If you plant good seeds of spirit life, you will reap the beautiful fruits that grow from everlasting life of the spirit. Now listen to this. This is so good and a great encouragement for us today. And don't allow yourself to be weary or disheartened in planting good seed for the season of reaping the wonderful harvest you've planted is coming. The Bible says there, don't grow weary or don't be disheartened. And I think it's because there are times where you can feel disheartened. You can feel weary about in that time period, about not seeing the fruit right now. But I want to encourage you, whatever you are sowing, know this, that you will reap. God will use that seed time to develop it and bring a harvest into your life. There is a due time for harvest. Don't give up. Don't lose heart. Keep trusting God. Stay in faith. Standing on his word. Keep sowing. Keep doing what God has called you to do. Be faithful where you are. Don't stop or uproot yourself because you feel time is against you. My friend, can I encourage you with this? Time is a gift from God and God will use it to prepare you, to position you and to produce God's fruit, the fruit of the spirit, his promises in your life. Time is for you. You know, sometimes when we talk about time, we can think about past. And I think we can sometimes think about Time that was maybe lost or stolen. Lost or stolen. Time that was lost because of mistakes. Maybe poor investments or staying in a toxic relationship for years. Maybe we pur- purchasing things out of our means. Maybe life just happening. Business didn't work out. Maybe a loss of job or investment went wrong. Unexpected bills that set you back. You know, the economy changing, this thing called COVID maybe. Um, Time taken from you as like someone cheated you. Someone maybe stole from you or maybe someone stringed you along in a relationship and then they just let you go. Or maybe something like a miscarriage where you feel like that time has been stolen from you, been taken from you. There's also, I think, where it's just, outright disobedience to God where God tells me to do something and then I pull a Jonah and go the exact opposite way. Or maybe I uproot myself from what God, where God has placed me. I know God's called me, say, at this job or this church or having this relationship with friends and I uproot myself. You know, sometimes I feel like we can look back and feel, I lost that time. I lost that time. Or, That time was stolen from me. I'm never going to get it back. You know, time may have been lost or stolen those times. But know what's amazing about our God? Is that his very, who he is, is he is a restorer. I believe that those things that have been stolen from your life, that maybe you feel that you've lost Maybe they've been taken or maybe because of a mistake that we've made. I believe God will restore that to your life because that's who God is. He is a restorer. 
Check this out in Joel 2. In Joel 2, it says this. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, the chewing locust, my great army which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be put to shame. I love at the beginning of that scripture how it talks about that he will restore the years. He will restore time that was taken from you. God is a restorer. I believe that he will restore those things that were that time that was maybe lost, those things that were maybe stolen from you. That God who is a restorer, what God can do in a moment is more than what any of us could do in a lifetime. I believe he is a restorer. And if you identify with that today of like, there's things in my life where I feel like time was stolen or time was lost. I want to encourage you today that God, he's a restorer. And as you plant your life in him, in his kingdom, he will restore those things to you. He will restore back to you what was lost. He will restore. You know, there's a story in the Bible about Job. And in the Bible, we see a man, he was very successful. He had a great family, he had many things. He was prosperous. And then he lost everything. He like legit lost everything. And you could look at, you know what? All this was taken away from me. What I'm just going to give up. Because all this time is gone. All these th people that I love are gone. Everything is gone. What I worked for my whole life for is gone. His family was gone. His house, his, his health was gone. But Job's life, his heart stayed planted with God. And what? God restored him. In James 5.11, it actually gives a shout out to Job. In the New Testament, it gives a shout out to Job. It says, we count those blessed who endure. You have heard of the endurance of Job and have seen the outcome of the Lord's dealings, that the Lord is full of compassion and merciful. Know this, God, he is compassionate, he is merciful, and he loves you, and he will restore what was lost when you anchor and root your life, stay planted in him. Like Psalms 92 says, those who are planted, not those who have no, no past mistakes, those who have a perfect life. No, no, no. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish. They will thrive in the courts of our God. I want to encourage you today with this. Time, it's for you. It's not against you. Time is a gift from God. And God will use it to position you, prepare you, and to produce in you. If you just remember one thing from this week, just remember this, give God time. Just give God time. Stay planted, stay rooted, because he will produce what his fruit, his promises in your life. Keep doing good. Keep doing what God has told you to do. Keep staying in faith and you will see a harvest. Because that due time is coming. Time, it's for you. It's a gift from God. Hey, can I pray for you?
I want to pray for you um, today for just courage to arise. Courage to arise in you so that we can stay planted and rooted in where God and what God has for us. Father, I just thank you for every single person watching, every single person listening right now. Father, I thank you, God, that you've got good plans, a hope, a future. Father, I just pray for courage to arise in people right now in Jesus' name. Father, I ask that courage would arise and, Father, that we would stay planted and rooted in where you've placed us. Father, I thank you that, that your love casts out all fear, that casts out fear of against the clock. Father, I thank you that your love would just be more, even more tangible in people's lives, Father. Father, I thank you um, for discouragement going, disheartenment going. And Father, I thank you that you've got good plans, that you say that whatever we sow, that we will reap, that there is a due time. So Father, we call that due time forward in Jesus' name. We thank you that you are using time, Father, to uh, prepare us, position us, and to produce what you have in, uh, in our lives, in your plan for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you're watching today and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, and you say, Josiah, I want to make Jesus Lord of my life. I want to just get planted my life, my heart in him. You know what? Today is your day. Or maybe you say, Josiah, I don't know. I saw someone share this and I'm just on and I, I just want to hit the reset button. I don't know why I'm here, but I, I know why you're here is because God loves you. It's not a mistake. He has a purpose for you. And today is your day. You can say, I want to do life with Jesus. If that's you right now, you just, you can repeat this after me. Jesus, I make you Lord of my life. Thank you for dying on the cross, taking my sins. I make you Lord of my life. I give you my heart. Fill me with your love, your spirit, your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, church, know this. We love you. We're praying for you. God, he loves you. He's got good plans for you. Time, it's for you, not against you. Thank you for listening to Thrive Church Podcast. We hope this message helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us a Sunday soon. For more information about Thrive Church, you can go to our website, thrivecalgary.ca. See you next time.